Hello everyone and welcome back to the Barely Bookish Podcast. Today we are continuing with Jane Eyre again and I'm very excited because boy do we have an episode for you. I am joined with once again by Alex. Hello. How is everyone? I hope you're doing good or well. Whatever. You know. Yeah. We're going to assume well because we can't respond. Yeah. I'm so excited for this chapter. Yeah, this is the chapter. This is <laughs> gonna be the so chapter. <laughs> oh my gosh, we're it's I, I don't know if we're gonna get through this chapter in one episode. To be so honest, there's so much happening. We're gonna do our damnedest. Is what we're gonna mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. I believe in us. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Have you ever done a two part chapter? I don't think so. However, there's a first time for everything. All right. Well, let's see what happens. I think I might have done it by accident, thinking that I cut it off at the right point, And then I didn't realize until I was editing the next week's episode that I was like talking and I thought it was the end of a chapter. And then it was like, okay, and then continuing on. And I was like, whoopsies. I think Oops. I've done that before. Okay, fair. No, so not intentional, intentional two-part chapters. Got it. And whatever. But we are on to chapter 25. So it is the day before their wedding. All, or Sorry, it's the day of their wedding. And everything's packed. And they're ready to go to London. Like, having just moved recently, the weirdest feeling is when there's just an empty house that you've lived in. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like Thornfield was overly pa- unpacked anyway. Like, there are whole rooms in that house that are just empty already. Wild. And it's... I don't know, maybe that makes it easier. It's just like, it's this big old house that, you know, is half inhabited anyway, even though it's mm-hmm. fully inhabited by a bunch of people. Uh, mm-hmm. But Mr. Rochester isn't there, so it's not inhabited. He's the one that matters. Just, truly. Just the help. Yeah, you know. Are they people? Rochester doesn't think so. He's like, ah, I don't know. Maybe maybe we can have a discussion about that when I'm, when I'm you know not busy riding my horse or glaring at people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's like for next time i smile we can definitely have a discussion about that <laughs> right i'll mark it on my calendar for two three months from now great all right mm-hmm. i'll mark it on my calendar for next time jane speaks okay <laughs> yes <laughs> i okay i know you're not a tiktok person but i saw this lady who like has had a castle in her family and she like just lives in it now. Okay. I'm obsessed with that idea so much. However, I don't want to move to Europe. No. But like, what is it a good castle or is it a. It looks like a good castle. Okay. All a right. A smaller one. However, well, still a castle. Right. Is it, is it serviceable to defend you from marauding bandits and peasants? I didn't get that good of a look at the moat, so I can't really tell you on that Okay. Alright, because if they need defensive tips, I'm happy to provide. Mm-hmm. You know, like, do you have large boulders nearby? Um, can you heat oil to a boiling point? Is mm-hmm. th- Are these things you could... These are quick, simple things you can do to defend your castle against peasants and barbarians and raiding bandits. You see that thing where it's like, if I win the lottery... I'm not going to tell anybody, but there will be signs. <laughs> seen that? Have you seen that meme format? Before? I have not. Okay. 
my sign would be I suddenly move into a castle. Not gonna lie. Okay. All right. I may have one built mostly because I do actually like Florida is both the worst state and also I don't want to move away from it. So, mm. well, yeah. you'd need a hurricane proof castle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some weather tight features for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You want to make sure that that is not a damp or leaky castle. Yeah. Also, I want like a nice courtyard for my house to surround. Like I want to be able to have a private courtyard that you can't see from the outside unless you have a like plane a, or helicopter or a drone and then you need to install anti-drone defenses bb gun i mean you could just hire someone and be like you are now our anti-drone <laughs> expert chief oh, chief of anti-drone operations I'm imagining like a paintball sniper that like sits <laughs> on the tower and just shoots a paintball so that it covers the like camera with paint. I feel like that's even harder than being a regular sniper because you got to hit the know. camera as opposed to just like, I'm just going to shoot this drone, whatever. Bang. It's done. <laughs> I just, I want the drama of mm. just the camera being covered and then okay. like the drone operator being like, oh. How do we get Let's it home? It. What do we do? Yeah. <laughs> Flying blind. Uh, I'm just imagining like the cut to like in a movie, like the cut to the face of the guy operating the drone being like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Bafflement. I'm puzzled. Yeah. What the hell? Feels very much like a uh, spy movie, like very Jason Bourne energy. Big time. Yes. <laughs> So I guess last night, um, Rochester had to go to a state that he owned to settle with business, but it was like 30 miles away, which to me, I'm like, okay, but like Jane's like, when will he return? I mean, 30 miles on a horse, that's, hmm, that's a long trip. Longish How trip. How fast can a horse run? I need to know this really quick. Hold well, on. you're not running the horse. You're walking the horse. Oh, okay, yeah, so I guess it doesn't matter then, because I'm like, I guess if you want to get there, like, casually, right? You'd probably just be walking. And I want to say, this may be completely historically inaccurate, I may be completely mm-hmm. misremembering this, but there, was it the Mongols? The Mongols had a postal system, a very good postal mm-hmm. system, and they're, like, the length of... Maybe it was the Pony Express. Like, I'm so... Con- I, I do not have the historical memory for this, but there is a famous system that used horses and the stop point was 17 miles because that was considered how much you could travel on a horse in, like, three quarters... Like, to give yourself mm-hmm. enough time to, like, make make the distance but also not overwork the horse. Mm-hmm. So 30 miles, using that logic, is a bit of a ways. That's like, that's that's a pretty full day of travel. Yeah. Honestly, reading Black Beauty has really messed me up from like all horses and books. I'm not going to lie to you. Say more. Have you read Black Beauty Beauty before? No. I was not a horse. I was not a horse lad. Listen, it's really good. But basically, it was written by a woman who was like, stop abusing your horse, you pieces of trash. And so it was written from like the point of view of a horse. 
and like mm-hmm. everything he went through. So he went from like a really good family that raised him to like another really good family. And then that family had to move because the wife was dying. So he moved, uh, he was bought by like a taxi company who like run, ran him ragged and then busted his knees up. So then he wasn't like, they were like, Oh, you can't be like a, he was like a famous, like he was, that offspring of like a famous horse ish mm, okay so like he was like a beautiful horse so then like it just kept going through like getting worse 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 and like he was being abused he like almost died his best friend that was also a horse died and he was like good for her because she had a life of suffering like at least she can get out of it now but it was like showing just like all the different things that people do to abuse their horse or like talking about putting like um they used to force their heads to be straight up and down but like when a horse pulls it needs to put its head down so it was not able to like pull because it was like forced upright and why? so the yeah yeah why are people so terrible literally good book it's like maybe 120 pages if you ever have the chance to read it highly recommend Is but it there caused a, happy a lot of form yes Okay. Yes, it is. All right. It is Good. a children's book. <laughs> well, well, I mean, just because it's a children's book doesn't mean it's got a happy ending necessarily. All right. Okay. Do you want the spoiler of the happy ending or no? Is the is it just like green pastures and being a horse in like the f- country? Ish. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want this little yeah. spoiler? Okay, skip ahead 10 seconds if you don't want the spoiler. Basically, uh, a kid from the first family finds him, and then he gets to just be a, like, horse for cute little two little girls that are rich and live in happy pastures. Fuck it, yes. That is what you want to do when you're a horse. Just Mm -hmm. vibe. Mm -hmm. It's really cute. fields, run around, canter, Mm -hmm. prance, trot, I don't know, whatever horse speeds are. Just move around yeah very good highly recommend it caused a lot of reform in the 1800s good people read it and they were like oh god imagine a time when people read a book and were like wow we should reform ourselves we should do better right now they're like oh this makes me uncomfortable let us Mm -hmm. ban it uh you know i don't have a lot of nostalgia for the past I don't have a lot of rose-tinted glasses for the past, but that is a societal thing that we should bring back. I just want to know how somehow we brought back, like, smoking that was almost gone, and we can't bring back reading. Like, I have, I will say, there has been a lot more people reading recently that, like, have never read before, which I love. However, we need to figure out a way to make it, like, better you know like i don't at the end of the day i don't care what people are reading but like reading bright like broadens your horizon so much yes like i don't know if you've seen the statistic but it said uh essentially i can't remember the exact number but the rise of functional illiteracy has gone up so much in the last like 15 years (sighs) 
That was a sigh. That was not a sigh of happiness. I'm sorry. Yeah. It, it maybe came across that way. It's not. That's deep disappointment. What are yeah. we doing? What the fuck are we doing? Like, I think I I, I remember it being like over 50% of like oh, U.S. citizens God. are like actually illiterate. That pains. That pains. Yeah, like my they f- don't have any reading comprehension. Right. You can read the words, but you have no idea what they mean. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. Like I saw this thing to where teachers were talking about the COVID kids. Mm. And like that I just feel like COVID was not handled well by the school system at all. Because they basically like gave kids two years off and then expected everything to be fine mm. when we all went back. Well, I mean you you take these actions without preparation. I mean, no one decided, hey, if there is a thing that happens where we can't all be in schools together, how do we best, what is the best approach to make sure that we're still learning? I think what they honestly should have done is taken like the first month and been like, listen, let these kids just basically be on vacation for a month while we figure this out. Yeah. And then finished out the end with a second, like an extra month on the end of the school year would have made sense yeah however we would have had parents being like you can't just make me watch my kids all the time man it's like I don't literally know. they're like i have to spend time with my child Ew. i don't i don't know about that it's like well okay then yep or we could have just put a pause and just held everyone back for two years or a year or something i don't know so many options none of them taken now we just have apparently functional literacy that is incredibly high i hate this i hate all of this yeah yeah as a book podcast it does make me especially sad right i'm just i have a deep i have a deep sorrow in me in this Mm -hmm. very moment it's just like i have such a deep passion for reading and like having other people read that it's like how are you missing out on this great aspect of the world that you could be enjoying? This is why you have to proselytize to them. Do the reading. Read Jane Eyre. It'll be good. Because, you know, thinking about this sadness, and there is a wedding that we have to get through. So, like, that's probably yeah. a happy thing, right? Mm-hmm. It'll... I'll feel good about it? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, yeah. okay. All right. Also, last controversial opinion before I get into it. People just, like, let the kids read, like, Percy Jackson or something. Stop trying to, like, give them classic literature if they don't want to read it. Just, like, try and encourage reading by giving them fun books, okay? Yep. That's all I'm going to say about that. Yep. That's what happened to me. I've read a lot of junk in my life, and I had a lot of fun doing it. Mm -hmm. I love, I mean, I love classics, obviously. However... If you're trying to encourage reading, probably not the best plan. Not to start. No. It's an acquired taste. Yeah. Classics are the goat's milk of literature. Mm-hmm. You know? You're mm-hmm. like, mm, if you start it, you're like, mm, this is a little sharp and tangy and weird. I don't like it. I don't like it that much. My taste buds don't get it. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you're like, I drank a lot of Mountain Dew Baja Blast today. My my body feels a little acidic maybe i do need some goat's milk to calm that down you know 
This is a weird metaphor, but I think I know, it I works. I love it. I think it's it works. Great. I think it works. In in this case, uh, you know, Stephen King and uh the clue books and all of the fun things that we read as children are Mountain Dew Baja Blast. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. that's what I'm going for. I was a Magic Treehouse kid. Ooh, Magic Treehouse is very good. Mm-hmm. And a Warrior Cats kid, so. Oh, I'm sorry, Warrior Cats? You have not heard about Warrior Cats? No. <laughs> the face that is happening right now. The, the, the shock. Okay, I mean, listen, it's, I feel like it was very much a product of the Gen Z time. I'm not going to lie to you there. Um, okay. Listen, I think Gen the first Z has book... made some fantastic things, so yeah. I'm fine with it. Okay, here's the thing about warrior cats kids is like it's very much a pipeline of you were a warrior cats child very weird adult okay so yeah um basically it's about these cats these stray Mm -hmm. cats in the forest who have to live by the warrior code so they have like little clans and then they like they have like a whole little society but it's just in the woods of this neighborhood and it's really (laughs) cute and every time they see cars they call them monsters Oh. Yeah. Oh. Or in roads, like streets or thunder paths. <laughs> it's so cute. This is incredible. Yeah. If you want like the whole rundown, we did cover it on the Novel Nostalgia podcast. A plug for the other podcast. Yeah. One. Okay, no, I'm gonna go look into that and I'm gonna I wonder if that shit's licensed yet, because that seems like a TTRPG system waiting to happen. Honestly, okay, they might have one. So just definitely look because they've partnered with like a lot of people. There is like a little fan made game called Clan Gen, which is really cute. Um, but yeah, it's basically like a you remember like Flash player games. Yep. Yeah, it's one of those. It's really okay. Um, they might have one. I know they have a manga series now too. Don't mind me updating my Christmas list. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No big deal. You're going to love it. And then feel free to text me about it. Like my friend was like, when we, me and Nova, when we decided to do that podcast, we, it was like the first book we both put down. And she's like, okay, I'm going to start reading it. Cause one of us reads it. One of us doesn't. And now she's like on like the fifth series or something. <laughs> I did make on a reading order list if you want me to send it to you if you go to the barely bookish website and you search warrior cats there is a reading list okay i'm going to do that because i just googled this and it's uh it's a lot there's a quiz of how well you know the warrior code Mm-hmm. I, mm, okay intense fan base that could be good that could be bad mm-hmm. okay it's, all right yeah <laughs> warrior cats Oh, they got collector it's... figures? My God. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is a whole it's... universe. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. these covers are also adorable. Mm-hmm. Just cat faces. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. There are eight series. Wow. When they're, ki- when they're kits, like when they're little kittens... They're like, so they have their first part of their name, and then the second part changes with their age. So it was like Fire Kit, and then they're like, when they become a, an apprentice, it's Fire Paw. Then they get their warrior name, which is Fire Heart. 
and then like they get their if they become a leader uh they become like their first name star it's really cute <laughs> the the lore i love a lore okay yeah. you're gonna have so I, much fun they're so I, easy to read too i think i found my next obsession don't mind me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay back into jane Eyre. <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> so um jane the night before is running was running around oh no sorry yes they're talking about this the day before so she's running around outside and sees a tree that was hit uh the, the tree they like got proposed hooked under, up I under i don't know yeah. whatever I don't know. there was a little kissing um that w- and it had been hit with lightning immediately after which if that's not an omen i don't know what is so um she's like okay nice tree cool She's like, okay, I'm gonna go make a fire so that when he gets home, there's a cute little fire going. Like, look at me being a housewife. And then, like, she sits down for a second, looks at the fire, then runs to the gate, sees if he's there, walks around a lot. And then she's like, oh my gosh, this dude's still not home. And she's starting to get, like, stressy. So stressy. So stressy. Like, pacing in grooves in the floorboards. This, uh. <laughs> I don't know if you have this. Oh, sorry. No, I was just saying. Jane is the epitome of text me when I when you're home so I know you're safe because otherwise I'll think mm-hmm. you're in a ditch somewhere. Energy right now. Oh, yeah. So I don't know if you have this. But, like, do you have the problem where if you have an event that day, you spend all day getting ready for the event and then, like, just waiting and sitting there until it's time to leave? Yes, I'm neurodivergent. Yes. Yes, yes, yes uh this is very much jane right now where it's like she's just kind of sitting there like what do i do with my hands until it's like proper time yep yep so funny like i'm like i see all of this in myself she ends up walking uh to meet him and i just like goes out into the night like i will find him yeah she goes into his direction and then he's like hey <laughs> right i'm just like on my way home what's, what's mm-hmm. what is this i'm feeling like very much energy where he didn't know there's a problem so he had stopped at like mcdonald's and he was like eating a burger on his way yes. home you know and then she's like i was worried <laughs> sick it's like oh i didn't i didn't get your text i'm sorry my phone fo- <laughs> my phone was off she's like i have been calling you for four hours it's like oh i don't know i was busy i guess um like, don't you have my location like you I... can literally just track me and she goes it's been up the whole time <laughs> okay well then you saw you <laughs> you stopped at that mcdonald's for 45 minutes what were you doing well you know the line was long and you know there's a line for the bathroom and you know my horse got hungry so we had to stop at the feed store next door you know it's fine it's all fine uh what are you doing here all i'm imagining is like jane having her phone hooked up to a big screen tv just with find my iphone on it and staring at it the entire time and taking notes of like every place he stops why did you stop at that villager's house is she a herbalist what are you doing there mm-hmm. you were there for 15 minutes plenty of time for something to happen Meanwhile, Rochester's like, have you seen me? No. 
<laughs> Nothing happened. But I feel like he'd be really into it. He's like, yeah, she's a little crazy, but like, that's how I like him. Right. He's like, this, this is appealing. I'm into this. Yeah. Absolutely. Everything about this I'm into. <laughs> so, uh, best part of this is Jane is straight up drenched. Like, it's raining. And she's just like, super happy to be there. And he like, pulls her up on the horse and she's just like, oh, hey. Hello. How you been? fancy meeting you here yeah and he's like so pumped about it he's like so you like missed me or something like oh he's he's so fucking toxic just like (laughs) (laughs) oh my god his first reaction hey babe it's cool that you (laughs) cool that you came out here like this yeah literally oh my gosh it's so funny so uh she said something about like promising that she would like wake him, like she would wake him up the night before they got married or something. And I was like, were they planning to sleep together? My eyebrows are raised in a scandalous way. I know. In my 1800s book, you're telling me they were going to spend the night together? I don't know. That's, I mean, that, I absolutely believe Rochester would do that. Oh, yeah. One hundo. I don't know about Jane. I don't know about Jane. I don't think so. I'm inclined to think no. Something. Something in it says no. But that might just be, you know, a prejudicial view of Victorians being prudes. Which they were, but not really. Mm -hmm. I just, I really love, my favorite little tidbit is, uh... Louisa May Alcott writing atrocious smut, <laughs> you know, and it's just every time I think about it, I'm like, they, I knew what they were about, you know, yeah. it was very much, it seems like a closed door thing. Absolutely. But mm-hmm. at the same time, the Victorians are freaky. Yeah. You know, all I'm imagining is like someone reading smut, but like not wanting their husband to know. So they have one of those fake covers and it's yeah. a holy Bible. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> just reading the Psalms, dear. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I just, you know, I want that movie where it's like, and I feel it could be like a Charlotte Bronte novel. Like Jane Eyre. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Let's get some Victorian smut movies. Let's make it happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just want being like the fake covers and then they like pass around their little book club. Honey, you're looking a little flushed. It's just I'm so passionate about Deuteronomy. It's the Moors, dear. It's just the Moors. <laughs> the <just> Moors. <laughs> uh, I believe there's a vapor in the room, you know. Yeah. Just feeling a bit faint, you know. I'm going to lay on this shay long, don't mind me. <laughs> so uh, Rochester's like, hey Jane, why do you seem sad? And she's like, um... You bought me a veil, but then I had a nightmare uh, where I had a baby, and you were really far away. And Rochester's like, so you're upset about a baby? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) he does not understand any of this. And I like the implication, because we're in deep Victorian frail womanhood, where Jane, Mm -hmm. like, went out into the rain and almost caught death. And she's like, Mm -hmm. I'm so faint. I just, oh, woe is me. Woe Uh, is me. 
despite the fact that she grew up in like the fucking toughest orphanage on the planet Mm -hmm. where it's Mm -hmm. like cold that's what you get heat we don't have that food we don't have that beds we don't have those but like one little rainstorm and all of a sudden jane is like i am delirious no see this is my favorite trope like my favorite thing because like i do this too where it's like a really strong independent like muscular woman being like really buff and then like the second they're like partners around they're like oh oh i'm so frail could you please get me the cup of water i don't know if my bones can take it it's like <laughs> i just saw you deadlift 300 pounds you're fine my knees are weak my ankle hurts i don't Do think, think my lungs are working right <laughs> oh you're already up do you think you could just maybe get me a little snicky snack i have too many pillows no no that's not enough pillows more pillows that we need (laughs) (laughs) so jane's just like like she's just laying it on thick like oh Mm -hmm. i had a terrible dream i'm soaked i'm i'm dying tragically but then she's like okay so then i had the second dream and he's like a second dream she's she's like yeah and I was carrying the baby to the house that was in ruin. And then I kept trying to catch up with you and you kept running away. And he's like, oh. <laughs> I also love the implication that Rochester is just like, running. I never run. What is this? <laughs> but then she's like, and then I woke up from the dream and he goes, well, that's good. And, she goes, cool. and then there was a woman in my room. And he's like, What? <laughs> I like to think that this is the moment in the movie where the camera just like gets right up on Rochester's face where he's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nightmares. It's just like, there's a woman in my room and he's just like eyes open. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> I just Wait like that she a minute. prefaced by saying the two dreams she had and then like the actual horror. <laughs> right. Like way to bury the lead, Jane. <laughs> like you start with, Hey, by the way, I woke up and there was a person in my room that I did not recognize. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she goes, and then this lady took the veil that you bought me and uh, she looked like a vampire. I thought she was going to drink my blood. She had super long black hair, bloodshot eyes, and then she just ripped the veil in half. And I'm really sad about it. And he's like, what? <laughs> Jane's just like, oh yeah, a horror spit out from the bowels of hell came into my room and like wrecked my wrecked my veil, <laughs> and that's what I'm upset about. <laughs> Roger's just like, are you upset about the vampire lady? Because you are a vampire, or are you upset about the veil? And Jane's like, I don't know. Yeah, little of column Jane's A, little like, of column B. Yeah, little, just a little sad, little distraught. You know how it be. And then Jane's like, yeah, the lady looked me in the eyes and I passed out, which like, go off, queen. <laughs> However, like, you I know, mean... when people talk about like ghost encounters and then like see this ghost, it's terrifying. And then they like roll over and go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you've ever had a ghost encounter, but like, I don't know why that's the human reaction, because I also did the same thing. Hmm. I have... So my ghost encounter is a little weird. Uh, mm-hmm. It was not a. I saw my grandma who was alive at the time, but whom I knew to be in a different place. Mm-hmm. And my 
my reaction was to try and speak to my grandma and then mm-hmm. my grandma disappeared and my grandpa came up the stairs and asked why i was asking for grandma who is in the yard so i did not roll over it was and i was like six so it was just weird mm-hmm. that was so my reaction was just like befuddlement like what that was yeah weird. yeah i've had a couple ghost encounters and they're always like well that was weird anyways <laughs> sleep yeah, because mine are always, I have like this, apparently, like mildly strange, I can like smell ghosts more than mm. I can like see them. Interesting. So I don't know, I have a weird like sense of smell where every person I know has a smell. Hmm. And like, if you've been in the room long enough, I can tell who mm-hmm. was here because I can smell them. I don't know if you do that. Like, I don't know if that's a normal thing, but like, everybody's got a smell and it's like part of how i feel like a puppy like i'm like i know you by your scent you know but it's like i can tell how like people went through a room too sometimes or like how long they were in a part of the room because like that's where the smell is strongest so like if i knew the person who passed i can smell them hmm interesting that's really cool it's it's weird though because you're a ghost sniffer (laughs) i feel like a little bloodhound (laughs) Okay, well, you're on my paranormal investigation team if we ever need to put one together. And then we can be yeah. like, this is Rachel, our ghost sniffer. And that's I your official title. I just want to imagine, like, a, like you know, when they bring out the bloodhounds and, like, track them down, where they, right, like, hand me a bag. I was like, this is the clothes they owned, and the second they passed away, we put them in a bag. And I'm like... <laughs> just really get it in. Find them. Hunt them down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because, like, my uh, boyfriend's grandma, there's been, like, multiple times where I've been at his house, uh, like, his parents' house. I've, like, smelled her. I'm like, oh, hey. Hmm. That is really cool. Don't mind me (laughs) trying to figure out how to work something like that into a Call of Cthulhu game. Don't worry about it. Listen, if you do it, please just, like, tell me when you Uh do so that I can, like, listen to the episode. You got it. I just want to be involved. Uh, I may have a, I may have a, a ghost expert who has a similar vibe to what we're talking about right now. Good, perfect. Yes. Ask me any questions about it, and I'll be happy to answer. Excellent. Yeah, I was the creepy kid who had a lot of ghost experiences because I like to go thrift shopping. So, mm, that'll do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want a quick aside, I can tell you about my teenage boy ghost I accidentally brought home. I, I don't know how I can hear that and not want to hear that story. Okay. So I brought home somehow a teenage boy that smelled like Axe body spray. Ooh. For context, nobody used Axe body spray in my house. I have a sister and a sibling. Like nobody was using 13 year old mm-hmm. Axe body spray. Um, and he liked to like hang out in my doorway for some was, reason. Do you know what the item was? Nope. Okay. No idea. Could have been anything. Couldn't tell you. I, I do a lot of thrift shopping. So okay. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming that's how I got him. I'm not really sure. However, I also buy a lot of my books used, so that's possible. I don't mm. really know um 
or I just picked him up somewhere. I couldn't tell you. Okay, so yeah. we've got a so, doorframe axe ghost. Yeah, you know, casual. Um, however, the most annoying thing about him is that anytime I was watching Supergirl, he would change my remote, like change all, like I'd, I'd be on Netflix watching Supergirl, and I guess he didn't like it, and he would back out, switch profiles go to my siblings profile and then start watching whatever they were watching and i'm like go watch with them okay this is rude that's wild yeah yeah (laughs) yeah however he didn't come with us to the new house so i don't really know what he was attached to but we did leave a lot of furniture Mm. at the old house so why wouldn't he like supergirl what's wrong with supergirl i don't know however it was the later seasons when the show did get kind of trash so like (laughs) fair you know like i'm also upset that she didn't end up with her first boyfriend so or first whatever his name is the other superman-ish boyfriend from whatever their whatever their country's not country planet's called i can't remember krypton Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah the other kryptonian guy i'm also mad about that so fair i also gave up you know it's fine but you can let someone get to that journey themselves you know true i'm allowed to have that journey of of understanding you don't need Mm -hmm. to change netflix profiles on me literally i'm like it's really dramatic to change the profile too okay right it's not just backing out it's like mm -mm. no and it's like i knew because my sibling only watched on their phone Mm-hmm. so it's like i knew there was no way that like the remote was being pressed and i would go and like be like yo what's up like the first couple times it happened i'd be like hey are you changing and they'd be like asleep and i'd be like okay so we got an axe mm-hmm. ghost with a particular yeah. taste in television mm-hmm. interesting yeah yeah that's my paranormal experience that was like the most like one that hung out for the longest i have never had a ghost in the house to my knowledge when i was in minneapolis just very recently uh we did have a series of weird ones that Mm -hmm. was like i i was coming to the point of thinking that the place we were staying might have been a little haunted but like Mm -hmm. the first night we were there all of the smoke detectors go off Mm second night we're there mm-hmm. clock radio in the kitchen turns on at the same time now That's it weird. didn't do it didn't do that the night before so it's mm-hmm. not like there was the timer sort of situation mm-hmm. night after that i wake up screaming at the same time i i usually remember my dreams don't remember mm-hmm. why that happened at that point Anne does not like spooky things does not like mm-hmm. scary ghost whatever's she's distinctly uncomfortable for this so like she left and i just had a little chat with with the space like hey mm-hmm. if we're going to be doing this please don't do it when Anne is around and i was mm-hmm. hopeful that whatever if there was something there it was understanding we didn't have any other experiences while Anne was around but mm-hmm. there was there was a moment where Anne went out to get us lunch and i was just mm-hmm. like in the apartment alone reading and I felt a water drop, like, tap my head. Ooh. And it was like, I, you know, I look up, there's no water. I feel like there is no water on my head. So that was the last experience. And, like, those things together, I was like, hmm. 
that was a little weird. I don't, mm-hmm. I think, and this is like a, it's an apartment building that my mom lives in, but it's like a really fancy retirement community for, mm. so it's like, it's old people that live there. And I'm like, I'm sure people have died here. There is probably oh, yeah. someone who has passed on and is now just mm-hmm. chilling. Chilling. Yeah. 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 I don't know how I got so sidetracked on ghosts on this episode, but... Well, because Jane wakes up to what she thinks is a ghost. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Rochester's like, yeah, totally a ghost, probably. Um, Yeah, like, definitely a phantasm, Mm -hmm. an illusion, not a real person at all. Couldn't Mm -mm. be. Mm -mm. No. So That would be wild. (laughs) Yeah, he's fully gaslighting her. Yep. Um, and he's like, "Must have been Grace Poole." <laughs> yes. Guy forgot that that's his first explanation. Is like, it's Grace Poole, and Jane's like, "Um, Grace Poole does not look like she was spat out of the bowels of hell." Okay, yeah. like Grace Poole's hair is not that color. She My does not have bloodshot is- eyes. Literally. My note here is gaslight gatekeep girl boss. <laughs> <laughs> that is a hundred percent what Rochester is. Oh yeah, he is girl bossing. He is gatekeeping. He is gaslighting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, Rochester says when they've been married a year and a day, <laughs> <laughs> he'll tell her why he keeps Grace Pool around, and I'm like, is that how long it takes for like a marriage to not be able to be annulled? I was gonna say, there's gotta be some like. He's like, all right, so if after a year we get divorced, I have to pay her money. But if after a year and a day she gets nothing, like that's, it's got to be something like that. Where like the prenup only is for a year or some shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the very sinister part of my brain for this is like, is Rochester just going to kill her? Yeah. Like, and just like, be like, okay, so. I will kill her. And then the statute of limitations is such that if no one finds out about it for a year, they can't do anything to me. Mm-hmm. And then I will confess a year and a day. Very possible with how he is. Honestly. So and we don't know who the her is yet. So maybe I'm being a little spoilery. I'm sorry. It's fine. It's fine. Rochester's like, okay, with on that note, you should just like sleep with Adele in the nursery tonight or something. You know? (laughs) Right. Right. Jane's like, am I in danger? And Rochester's like, you are absolutely not in danger. Absolutely. Incredibly not dangerous. Don't worry. No, no. I don't know why you'd even think that. It's so weird. I mean, and then, just, oh sorry. It was just like it's just a ghost or a grace pool. Uh, you yeah. Know. Two things you've encountered before, right? You've so. run into these things before. You ran into Mister Reed's ghost. You almost died because of it. It was fine. It's fine. Grace pool, you just don't like because you think she's lazy. Yeah, it's fine. You're fine. Everything's You're fine. fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> Go sleep with the children. <laughs> so that she's like. Goes, sleeps with Adele, um, and then she wakes up at night, or wakes up in the morning, and bawls her eyes out. And I'm like, yeah, I'm nervous. Mm-hmm. 
yep, this things is not are going, going well. Things are going real well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that is all we have for this episode. We did it. We did we, the whole chapter. We did the whole chapter. I'm amazed. God, that chapter is wild. Just like looking mm-hmm. back on it and just like the structure of it is fun. Because mm-hmm. like all of this shit happens and we don't know about it. And Jane's like, She's telling Rochester, she's telling us, uh, like, it's all very dreamy and weird and, like, mm-hmm. very not what the rest of the book feels like, I think. Like, to me, this is a very distinct, weird, like, Charlotte Bronte was like, I'm gonna get freaky with this one. This mm-hmm. chapter is where I'm gonna really show off. And it, it's really good. Like, it's just a really good chapter. Oh, yeah, for sure. Very into it. I'm even more excited to discuss the next chapter, which we'll we'll be talking about next week. Very excited. This is Very this excited. is the big one, everyone. We've hit the big time. It's the one. This one might actually take two episodes. We'll you see. might be right, because there is yeah. a whole lot going on. But Alex, where can the people of the internet find you and the stuff you're doing? Uh, if the people of the internet want to find me on the internet, I'm at Mightiest Finn on Twitter. I'm Mighty Finn on Blue Sky. Uh, all of my projects and things I post about there. I've been a little quiet lately because life has been difficile, as Adele would say. But we're back in it. Uh, we are running a Kickstarter. We are running games. All of that is on the socials. Uh, and yeah, that's all I have to say about that. And we'll see you and your ghost hunting skills next week, right here, same time, same place. Bye! Bye!